BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition, last game before the All-Star break, but I kind of don't want the good times to stop right now. Charlotte has won back-to-back games, looking for a three-game win streak headed into the All-Star break. They'll host their division rivals, the Atlanta Hawks, for this one tonight. We'll have our game preview for you. Talk about the two-game run that the Hornets have been on overall, and one of the catalysts for it that would be, actually there's a couple we want to talk about. One is the newcomers to the roster, the five players brought over in the deadline deals, plus the outstanding recent run for Hornets rookie Brandon Miller, who's having the best month of his young career, and certainly the best is still yet to come. Helping us out on all these topics, she's one of our favorites here on the HHC. You can see her nightly as a sports anchor for WCNC, your NBC affiliate in the Queen City, the great Ashley Strohlein, back with us again here on the Hornets Hivecast. Ashley, thanks so much for joining us. Sam, happy to be here, and and what a time to be joining you. I mean, back-to-back wins. Uh, The Hive was alive on Monday night, so I'm loving where we're at right now this week. You were there at the Hive to take it all in. Apparently the buzz has gotten around, not that you haven't been at other games throughout the season, but I'm sure you you made it a point. you got to see this squad now after what they did the previous game, Saturday against Memphis. They followed up with a nine-point win over the Indiana Pacers, a playoff-bound team if the season ended today, and the newcomers have really been the catalyst for this. Grant Williams and Seth Curry, the two Charlotte natives, coming here home to the Queen City. You also have Meechich, Bertans, you've got Mann, all these guys, instant positive 
contributions into the roster and the rotation, and the Hornets, the beneficiaries, it's showcasing the guys they already had, but overall just lifting the talent level and lifting the competitiveness of this squad. Yeah, it's been great to see. You know, you never know what a team is going to be able to pull off at the NBA trade deadline, and I certainly didn't know what the Hornets were going to do. It's been such a frustrating season. I mean, if you go back to media day, Steve Clifford told us, I think this is the team with the most potential that I've ever had on a roster as a head coach in the league. And then, unfortunately, it's been injury after injury, uh, disappointing, no real depth on the bench that he needs and any veterans there. A lot of young guys playing a lot of minutes that maybe wouldn't normally be seeing the court. And then the the guys pull this insane move at the the trade deadline and bring in those five guys that you just mentioned here. And and I I was kind of shocked. I said, wait a minute, I think the Hornets won the NBA trade deadline, right? And then we've seen – uh, the, the reap those rewards in the last two games. It, it gives a veteran leadership, some new energy inside of the hive. It, it gives Coach Cliff some depth off the bench that he's really needed all season. And so, and we've seen that, right? And and look, Monday night we even had Let's Go Hornets chance in the fourth quarter. I loved everything about it. So I, I'm just soaking in what's going on right now around that franchise. But great to see those five guys come in and immediately make an impact and as Cliff told us post game you know we we really haven't even had a chance to go through practice together or talk about a real game plan we have to keep it basic so he said I'm I'm just excited for what we can build off of with what we've already seen I think we all are I also appreciate that you you brought up the injuries because the the trades were necessary because the Hornets had been so ravaged by injuries and absences that they just didn't have the depth to really be that competitive. And the numbers bear that out. The stats bear that out. The standings bear that out. But from the start of the season, I think that head coach Steve Clifford and general manager and president of basketball operations, Mitch Kupchak, were dead on. If the team had been healthy, they had the kind of depth and the kind of ability to do what has now been done over the last couple of games. Just unfortunately, uh, injuries left it so that the preseason projected starting lineup played together for about 15 minutes, and that was it. And after that, it was one after another. Oftentimes, two, three, four at a time would be absent. And the young guys at the end of the bench, very talented, promising careers ahead of all of them, I think. But they're out there having to play together. So it was closer to the Summer League Hornets roster than what was intended to be the regular season Hornets roster. And against veteran NBA teams, that's just most of the time not going to cut it. So now you had this influx of healthy players who know how to play in the NBA and they're all working together, and it's just magical. And the numbers bear it out again. Charlotte shooting above 50% from the floor in each of the first two games since Williams, Mann, Curry, Micic, Bertans all showed up. And lo and behold, it's the first two games the entire season they've had back-to-back shooting efforts north of 50%. You love it. And, I mean, it's like you kind of broke it all down, right? Like, there's nothing you can do about these injuries. You can have the best roster at the start of the season, feeling like you're a playoff contender, and then it's just out of your control when it comes to that. No matter who you are, what team, what sport, we see it all too often. And it's been really unfortunate because you have Lamella Ball, you have Mark Williams, you have all these guys that you want to see on the court. Like right now, I'm so curious to see LaMelo in the rotation with the the five new guys that are here right or, or, or some of these new rotations that coach Cliff and and his staff has come up with and how do you ever make progress when you can't get your star players healthy so that's the one thing I want to I feel like we're broken records every season talking about oh the health the health the health so whatever we need to do 
strength and conditioning wise, diet wise, nutrition, all of that. I, I hope we can find a way to keep these guys healthy. Unfortunately, sometimes it's just bad luck, but I'm excited to see if and when everyone is healthy, what this rotation looks like and, and what they can accomplish. You and me both. We'd all love to see LaMelo and Mark Williams join up with the group that's been out there the last couple of games, but even without those two for uh, the next contest against Atlanta, if that's how it comes to be, Charlotte riding a two-game win streak. They'll take on the Hawks tonight. A little Valentine's Day date night at Spectrum Center for Hornets versus Hawks. No love lost between those teams. Tickets are available at Hornets.com. Well, a lot of the buzz is a around the five newcomers to the squad, but one of the holdovers from prior to the trade deadline is having a spectacular season, and he has only gotten better here in the month of February. That would be rookie Brandon Miller. We'll talk about his recent run with Ashley Stroline, sports anchor for WCNC, your NBC affiliate in the Queen City, after this, here on the Hornets Hivecast. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Sam Farber and Ashley Strohline, sports anchor for WCNC, your NBC affiliate in Charlotte, here with you on this edition of the HHC, the Hornets' Hivecast, brought to you by Santa. Ashley, the Hornets, obviously a, a new 
influx of energy and enthusiasm with these five new players that have come to town. But one thing that has struck me that a couple of them have mentioned is the level of positivity they found in the Hornets' locker room despite the record. Charlotte was 10-41 and when those players met their new teammates, and several of them talked about how despite the record, despite at the time being on a 10-game losing streak, they found a group that was hungry, eager to play, uh, the right kind of energy, and top of the list were Miles Bridges and Brandon Miller. So good to see that even though they were taking losses, they were far from defeated, and now we're seeing their really high level of play transition into winning play with this infusion of additional talent. And leading the way has been Brandon Miller, who the other night you were there at the arena, he got his Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month award for January. And I got to say, you might as well stencil his name in for February right now because he is having the month of his life in the NBA. He really is. And and look, I met him the night that the Hornets drafted him. I did an interview with him that went a little viral. And I I go back to that interview now when I'm talking to people about Brandon Miller because he said, you know what? I think we're going to win the championship this year. Okay, maybe a, a bit starry-eyed on draft night, but I take those ambitions and that mindset and that determination, and I say, look at what he told me that night. That's what he wants to accomplish as a player, and he's a rookie, and it hasn't mattered what this team's been going through. He Every night that he's on the court, every second, every minute, he's giving 110% effort offensively and defensively, which we don't always see from guys in the NBA. I mean, he's even yelling at guys to get back on plays. He's hungry. And you mentioned the word hunger from the locker room in general. And I think that's one thing you can say about this team and and a a sentiment that Coach Cliff has echoed all year long. They are right. And they still have the right attitude despite what they're going through. And, And so much of this has been out of their hands. So I think this is a group of guys, even before the trade deadline, that wants to find a way to win. They're a young team. They're just either starting their career like Brandon Miller or they're still in the early years of it, and, and they want to find success. It's not fun to go out there and, and lose these games and, and be at the bottom of your conference. So I love that we have Brandon Miller. I, I'm stoked at how he's developed. I, I know he's also probably played a few more minutes than maybe would have been expected for his rookie season, but look at what he's done. Look at the development. You know, Coach Cliff is high on him, and, and he's praised him from day one. And, and just uh, he, he tells us all the time, they don't make guys like Brandon Miller anymore. They just don't. And I think we're seeing that now. And, and so I'm stoked for the future. I mean, this is just year one for him. Already winning some uh, Rookie of the Month honors, as you mentioned. But, I mean, man, the, the back-to-back 30-point games and, and what he's done over the last 10-game stretch even. I mean, it's been awesome to see. And so I go back to him on draft night and I'm like you know what I get why you said that to me because you are so determined you have so much ambition and that's what we need here in the Queen City we need someone saying hey there is an NBA championship out there hey, there are playoffs out there we got to start talking about that and we've got to find a way to, to be a leader and I think Brandon Miller is a great face of the future of this franchise no question about it and you have to have that belief if you don't believe it it's hard to get everyone else to buy in and you need it to be a universal thing that we're not just hoping for it we're going to go out there and do it but you got to have the game to back it up and most definitely Brandon Miller does a couple of things you touched on there that I think are really interesting one is you talked about the elevated minutes coach Clifford has talked about that quite a bit how he he feels he is playing Brandon Miller too much and that was out of necessity before but just in a small sample size if you just look at the month 
of February, prior to the deal, Brandon Miller was averaging about 35 minutes per game. Uh, he played 40 minutes in 141, actually, in the loss to Toronto. And the only time he was under 30 minutes was that really blowout loss that they had in Milwaukee, where the game was so far out of reach. He said, you know what, let's just not even put him back out there on the floor, save his legs for the next day. Since the trade guys, though, have shown up, the, the five players from the trade deadline, Miller's minutes are down to 29 and change per game. So just under 30 minutes of contest, which is probably where you want your starters most of the time to be playing at that time of minutes, and particularly young guys, a rookie like Brandon Miller. So some of that is the foul trouble that he was in the last game, but overall, clearly, the new players are having an impact, and Miller's efficiency hasn't been touched. If anything, he's getting more efficient out there on the floor. So even though the points are maybe being spread out, it probably will be a little more difficult for him to score 30 on a given night. It's going to be a lot easier for him to win which is what he wants to do. Absolutely. And and I just can't imagine like the sigh of relief that Coach Cliff probably feels now that he has that depth on the bench where it's like, okay, we can give our starters a break. We can actually manage these minutes to what we want them to be. And, and I, I think it's just so awesome, too, from a sentimental nostalgia standpoint to have two Charlotte guys come play here for their hometown team, the team they watched growing up or, you know, for Curry obviously was around the organization a ton with dad and and that kind of thing. And I think the fans have really enjoyed that too. But as people who cover the team, we've really enjoyed the presence that they've had, especially on Monday night with both of them coming off the bench and, and scoring in double digits too. So certainly a way to help manage Brandon Miller's minutes with guys who can come off the bench and and give you that each night. I think it's just glorious that leading the team onto the floor, running out of the, the tunnel, so to speak, to take the court each and every night. It's been Grant Williams and Seth Curry, or Seth Curry and Grant Williams each of the last two nights. They've been the first two out of the tunnel, the Charlotte natives leading Charlotte's team out there onto the floor. One more note here on Brandon Miller. I touched on it earlier. He won January Rookie of the Month and received the award the other night uh, right before the Indiana game, and you can just go ahead and pencil him in for February. In fact, he might be making a run at something even bigger than that. So far in February, Miller is the leading scorer among all rookies, not just in average points, but total points, 162 points through seven games. But not even that. He's the leading scorer amongst all first and second year players. And by a wide margin, Jaden Ivey is second. He scored 30 fewer points as of the recording of this podcast compared to Miller. Third is Victor Wembenyama. He has scored almost 50 fewer points than Brandon Miller thus far in February. And if you're accounting for Everyone who plays in the NBA, everyone, all-stars, all-NBAs, veterans, rookies, everybody, Miller is the eighth leading scorer in the NBA this month. The only players ahead of him, Jalen Brunson, Miles Bridges, his teammate with the Hornets, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Trey Young, Luka Doncic, Donovan Mitchell, and Steph Curry. So everyone other than Bridges, I think they all are all-stars, quite frankly, for this season. So that's the kind of company Miller is keeping right now. When you told me that about the where he's at off of the names that you just rolled off the list there. And I think, you know, it, it was interesting because obviously Wimby came in with so much hype and being drafted and that kind of thing. Um, where you have Chet, the people were looking at like, okay, we didn't get a true rookie season from him. So people kind of, I think, initially counted Brandon Miller out of that rookie of the year chase. And I think maybe that's a little added motivation for him. Like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'll just show you guys with my game. And so I think everyone around the league is now starting to take notice of his talent, of his skill set, what he is able to do. So I, I would love to see him continue on this trend and, and surprise everyone 
who counted him out at the beginning of the year and, and maybe earned those honors. But if nothing else, looking like a, a strong February, so maybe another Rookie of the Month honor there. And he's going to get a taste of All-Star, right? He's headed up to do rising stars. And so I think if you're, you're getting there and you're going to be around everyone in the league and you get a taste of, of All-Star Weekend, no matter what event it's at, it only inspires you even more. So I'm sure he's going to be like, all right, rising star this year, All-Star next year. I'm a believer in that. Amen to that. Miller is on a tear. The Hornets are on a two-game win streak. They'll go for three in a row tonight, taking on the Atlanta Hawks, Valentine's Day edition of Hornets basketball. Ashley Strohlein, sports anchor for WCNC, and me will preview the game after this here on the Hornets Hivecast. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. (laughs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Happy Valentine's Day, Hornets fans. Hornets ready for some holiday hoops taking on the Atlanta Hawks. No love lost between these two division rivals. One of our favorite guests here today on the HHC, Ashley Strohlein. She is your sports anchor for WCNC, the NBC affiliate here in the Queen City. Always love having you here with us, Ashley, and looking forward to tonight's game against the Atlanta Hawks. Charlotte has beaten them once before on this season. Opening night, it was a thrilling win for the Hornets. Little do we know how many injury issues the Hornets would have shortly thereafter, but for 
one night, the Hornets were atop the NBA with a 1-0 and record. Atlanta, they kind of labored around. They're in 10th place right now in the Eastern Conference. If the season were to end today, they would be in the play-in tournament. They've got about a two-game cushion realistically on Brooklyn, uh, and they are roughly five, six games away from a top-six spot. So they are at the moment, sort of locked in at the play-in tournament, and I know mathematically it's far from over, but realistically, Hornets' chance is kind of buried, but if they're going to make a run, one of the teams you got to pass is Atlanta, so no time like the present to gain another game on the Atlanta Hawks. You know how these game previews work. We're looking for players to watch for both teams, as well as a statistic to watch. Can't say points. That's cheating. Obviously, whoever scores more wins. Where would you like to begin? A Atlanta player to watch, a stat to watch, or a Hornet to watch? I don't know. I was, I was going on dealer's choice there but if i'm picking let's go ahead and get atlanta out of the way let's do an atlanta player to watch i think the obvious choice here would probably be trey young but i'm gonna go with bogey just because uh he's coming off of a pretty big game coming off the bench him and deandre hunter combined for i think 51 points so i think you kind of got to watch him and he got a little hot from behind the arc in the the hawks loss to chicago going six of ten so i think he's just my player to watch how does he perform Does he get hot from behind the arc, and how do you contain him coming off the bench and being an impact player? Love the pick. Bogdanovich has had a really, really good year. Bogdan Bogdanovich, as you mentioned, had a big game the other day in a Hornets loss at home to Chicago, 136-126. to I'm going to go with Trey Young, the other guy you mentioned. Look, he's an all-star. He's a superstar. Uh, He's got elite scoring ability. Uh, Despite his size, he packs maybe the most points per uh, square inch of of human being uh, into that package there. And he can be elite. And something that's not always been the case, but I think has been this year, him scoring a lot is leading more and more to wins. That has not, again, always been the case for him. There have been years before where he'd have a big game, but the team would just fall apart. Now, his performance seems much more tied to winning. When he goes north of 35 points, it's only happened eight times, but you know that that's a reasonably large sample size, I would say. He goes north of, 80, uh, of 35 points, pardon me, they have gone seven and one, so a very strong record overall this season. Conversely, when he's been held to twenty points or less, this includes games where maybe he was inactive for some reason due to an injury or otherwise. He has only the Hawks, I should say, have only mustered five wins. That's compared to twelve losses. So him scoring the basketball is going to be a key for Atlanta. That's why he'll be my Hawks player to watch. Next up, do you want to do a stat to watch or a Hornet to watch? Let's go stat to watch. Your choice. My choice? Okay. And I'm picking stat to watch for each team or just overall? I think either way, whichever way you'd like to do it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm just going to give you overall stats. So, so I'm looking at some things from the game the other night, and the two things that stuck out, stuck out to me – you had the Hornets holding the NBA's highest-scoring team to just 22 points over the final 12 minutes of the game. Plus, they had 41 defensive rebounds, which was a new season best. So I think I'm going to go with, with boards. How do, how do the Hornets do? Uh, can they repeat that success? Can they build off of that momentum? 
that's what I'm going with there. Uh, who, who wins the battle of the paint? Absolutely love that one. The Hornets have been through these last two games, and it's a small sample size, so some of this could be could be a little flukish. But, you know, it's, it's what we have to go off of. There's only been two games since this new group has shown up and started playing together, so that's what we're basing it off of. But in those two games, the Hornets have only allowed a total of 13 second-chance points. So they have crushed it on the defensive glass, which is so vital to limiting opposition's opportunities and and particularly for easy putbacks. So I really do like that stat. Uh, One thing to keep in mind, Clint Capella, Hawks star center, did miss last game. So, you know, they're they're a little thinner at the big man position compared to what they have been. Okongwu started last time. He had a double-double. He's a, a real force, former high school teammate of LaMelo Ball once upon a time. They do have some size, but they were down their big-time center for the last contest, a 10-point loss to the Chicago Bulls. I love that stat. The one I'm going to go with, turnovers. Hornets have had a nightmare dealing with turnovers over the last two games. It's really the one main sticking point from an otherwise, not quite flawless, but really, really strong couple of performances. And it's understandable. I mean, look, before these two games, those nine players were spread across three teams. Yesterday was the first time they practiced with one another, like an honest-to-God practice day. Otherwise, it had been uh, not even a walkthrough on night two of a back-to-back. So the guys coming in were fresh. The ones coming down from Milwaukee, uh, they were probably a little winded after playing an NBA game the night before. Then you have the day off for the Super Bowl. The next day you have a, a shoot-around in the morning, so some time to go through things, but not a full practice. Then you play a game. Uh, so yesterday was the first full practice day. It's understandable that they're not entirely, completely on the same page, knowing where each other wants the ball, knowing their tendencies, all that stuff that leads to turn. So I think if you keep that down, it'll make this team even more effective. But the Hornets, the last two games, they're shooting 63.4% from the floor in terms of effective field goal percentage. That is second in the NBA. So really, end possessions and shots. Don't give them away. Keep the turnovers down to beat the Atlanta Hawks. Last but not least, we need a Hornet to watch. You know, I feel like this is the, the safe choice. So I'm also, my brain's like going through everyone right now. And I'm so excited because I feel like I have so many people that could be the player to watch with, with all the new guys on the team. So I feel like I'm happy for whoever ends up being the player to watch when all is said and done. But I'm going to go with our rookie, Brandon Miller, just because, I mean, he has just found his groove. He's on fire, that hunger, that determination. And, and like you said, he's putting together a campaign to be rookie of the month for February. So I'm going with our guy, Mill. Love the pick. As I mentioned, he is top 10 as the recording of this podcast, so not counting last night's games. We haven't had those stats filter in just yet, but uh, the, everything prior to last night's activity in the NBA, if you total up all the points scored for the month of February, Brandon Miller leads all rookies as well as all sophomores, and he's top 10 overall in the NBA in scoring. The only person ahead of him who's not currently an all-star is his teammate Miles Bridges, who's also been pretty spectacular here over the month of February. But last I checked, not a rookie doesn't apply for Rookie of the Month honors. So I love the pick. I'm going to go with one of the newcomers, Grant Williams. Small sample size, but he's basically had the two-game run of his career. If you average it compared to full-season stats, Williams' numbers, they are heads and shoulders above everything else he's done. Prior to the trade, he was averaging 8.1 points per game for the Dallas Mavericks. That tied his best season of his career. The last year he was in Boston, he averaged 8.1 points per game. In two games with Charlotte, his hometown team, 
18 points per game. Led all scorers the other night with 21. And, you know, you might say, well, before he was playing with Tatum or Doncic, so there there weren't maybe as many shots around. That That's the explanation on why the scoring has skyrocketed. And you would be right, but his efficiency is also the best it's ever been in his career. He's shooting almost 48% from the floor. That's the best of his career. He's shooting over 41% from three. That's the best of his career. He's 90% from the line. That's just about a hair short. That's like one missed free throw shy of the best of his career. He is playing outstanding basketball right now. Clearly loves to be back home in the Queen City representing Charlotte. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does here, trying to lead his hometown team to a three-game win streak. What do you think about that, Ashley? I love it. You said it, and I was like, yes, the first, it will be the first one of the season, so I'm here for it. Let's get three wins in a row. And, and it's very interesting, I think, for players who are playing for their hometown. I think Sometimes it's great, and sometimes it's not so great. But in this case, you can tell for Grant and Seth, both of those guys are so happy to be here playing in front of their hometown crowd. And and you probably noticed this the other night. I feel like I saw Grant smiling a lot on the court. Like, he's just happy to be here. Almost as happy as all of us are to see him. Maybe more. (laughs) It has just been a a total 180 for this team. The good times are here, Charlotte fans. Uh, Definitely would love to have you with us at the Hive. Experience the love we're all enjoying for this new-look Hornets squad as they take on their division rivals, the Hawks Knight. If you can't catch them, it's going to be a little while until the Hornets are back home. They'll have the All-Star break for the following week, and then a week-long road trip. Next home game is going to be Thursday, February 29th, Leap Day. Hornets will host the Milwaukee Bucks uh, after that, March 5th, the Tuesday night against the Orlando Magic, and then we'll have a homestand at the tail end of March. So it's a, a little tough to find a home set here for the Hornets after this game tonight, but there are some on the horizon. We'd love to have you for any and all of them. Tickets are available at Hornets.com. Ashley Strohline, we have Appreciate you joining us here. Look forward to your coverage after the game tonight. Thanks, as always, for joining us here on the HHC, and happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for having me. Let's do it again soon. And I have to say this to all the folks listening. If you're coming out to Spectrum Center, it might be Valentine's Day, but what color should you not wear? It's red. So wear the purple and teal for your for your Valentine's Day gear. Amen to that. Pink is acceptable. White is okay. No red. No red in Spectrum <laughs> Center. Today. I love it. Ashley Strohline, thanks as always for joining us here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thanks to our producer, Rob Longo, for putting this podcast together. Most of all, thanks to all of you for tuning in. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 